Hey, Sincerities! We'd like to take out a second to shout out the sponsors of this week's episode, the IRL Podcast. Have you ever wondered how different AI would be if it puts people instead of profits first? Well, check out the IRL Podcast, an original podcast from Mozilla made for people who are into or build AI and people who develop tech policies. Listen to Mozilla IRL wherever you get your podcasts. If you start a talking stage carrying the conversation, <laughs> prepare your back because you will carry the relationship. <laughs> Welcome, lovely people. Yes, yes, yes. It's another exciting episode of the Sincerely A Crowd Podcast, and I am your host, Joseph Inti. <laughs> Have you guys seen that video of the like the Miss Grand competition where like the girls come and take things and they are seeing their name? And the girl that's from Ghana, you're like, I'm Ghana. <laughs> it's a four Why they try to Hey, for Welcome guys to the podcast Yes, yes, yes My name is Joseph NC Like I said, I'm your host Yeah, I'm your host What do you like it or not? I'm your host I'm the pilot of the ship Hey, no <laughs> Pilot of the plane Okay Captain of the ship Yeah Mm-mm. I know, I know I want to give a quick shout out to the Gold Coast Report Yes, that's the, the podcast hosting network that we're assigned to Premier podcast hosting network In whole Ghana Yeah And also a quick shout out to my co-creator and producer Mr. Kwame Asante Ofori Yeah, yeah Yes, on Sunday, yeah, yeah Podcast where we do this podcast together, okay? Uh, yeah So anyway, welcome Those are your introductions We're here It's a new episode And yet again It's back to back to back to back to back to back to life Back to reality (laughs) For you, we are here With this episode called Sing for Your Life Yes yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun in this episode, okay? Because we're we're gonna be doing a lot of singing. You guys know I love to sing. I love to get into the you know the highs and the lows, the do re mi fa so, African music, yeah, so rising music, yeah. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. If you don't know the song, you're not a, a true gingam. Great scene, aye. Because why don't you know the song? Come on. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's get into the crux of the matter. Okay, so what? What, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? What are we going to... You know, I saw a news clip. I don't know if it was Joy or City, but I saw a news clip where they were uh, showing as the state of the National Theater. Like, the... the is it, is it dil- dilapidated? Is that a word? Yeah. Place is falling apart. The chairs, the infrastructure... I've always said that we have very poor maintenance culture in this country. We know how to build beautiful edifices. Well, I mean, that's very debatable. You know, recently we have some like architects that are like really showing out, but we build really nice places, you know, and, and Chebianase because we have very bad maintenance culture. How many times did you see a road is done, street lights are up, they'd put those like metallic fences along the streets so that people will not, you know, cross the road and things like that before you realize you'll be passing there one day, somebody has knocked down one of the, uh, 
a, a tree light, a misty tree light, <laughs> street lights. Somebody has like driven into their fence. You know, and and it, like it takes forever to even fix. We have such poor maintenance culture. And I was even telling somebody that the new Kwame Kuma Museum, a whole museum, no, fine, 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 fine. Oh my god, that just came to me. Enche, manawai yena koshe. You get what I'm trying to say? We have such poor maintenance culture. And sometimes I just wonder, it also kind of reflects the importance that we attach to the arts because the National Theatre has been there for a while, a long time. I didn't do my research. I didn't Google before. I would have mentioned the um, the year and how long the thing has been around. But the National Theatre has served so many, many great, like Ghana meets Niger, VGMAs, um, Afia Srebo, you know, a Thousand and One Laughs, even gospel events. Do you know what I'm trying to say? We do so much there. And the place is just not maintained. And they charge so much money. Go ahead and say you are renting, you are, you are, uh, you want to use National Theatre for something. So it just, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you not maintaining the same place that brings you money? And whose responsibility is it to keep the National Theatre, uh, 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 just say, uh, clean? And up to date and well put together to change the chairs when you use it. And you see, I, I, you can't even see there's no progression in the things that are being done over there because as the years go by, you know, they have this like foldable chair situation where like it's stuck. So when you're coming to sit, I have to push it down, right? Yeah. Many years ago, that was cool. Today, not so much. Like that whole red seating with their kinte covering. Some of them, the cloth is dirty. I mean, Who's, whose responsibility is it to say that, you know what, let's do, it's been about X number, yeah, let's do a little renovation. Let's change the seat color. You know, red is not too cute. Let's make it black. Let's use leather. Let, like, whose job is it? Isn't there a maintenance person? Isn't there like a logistics operations person? We just like use the place and the place is falling apart. And when it starts to fall apart, you go and build a doom and say that, oh, so say, naturally, they are saying, here, AICC. AICC, say, say, doom. Like, what is the problem? What is the problem? Why is it that people that you? I'm sorry to have to quote Kim Kardashian, but nobody wants to work anymore. Y'all are just lazy. <laughs> it's your job. All you guys are concerned about is taking money. It's your damn job. The place is falling apart. By now, Anka, the state should have even been like changed and renovated to meet international standards because these, and, and this is, and this is my problem. You know, we limit our artists so much with the kind of stages that we have. You know, moving stage, stage at Tokrowomu, I will be free as here. Then you jump up, you know, pyrotechnics, all these kind of things, lighting, LED, like we are not, we, like, why? The arts are very important every single year. They are very important. Music, stage plays, all of these things, they are very important. They are very important parts of society and, fi and the fixtures in society. But you treat it with like such, I mean, what am I saying? This is the same country where Kolebu, their biggest hospital apparently in West Africa, quote me if I'm wrong, I don't know, and a place that is very important for people who go to look for um, healing so they don't die. It's fallen apart. Have you seen the surgical uh, block, the building? It's falling apart and nobody cares. So, I mean, in a country where oh, everybody's like, me pay about a lawyer, or a doctor. If they are not taking care of the hospitals, why do I even think that they'll be taking care of the National Theatre? That's for concerts. Yeah. Entertainment. And who here? Honestly, I have my answer. And, you know, this is not, this, this is not necessarily me bashing governments or whatever. I'm bashing whoever's job it is to maintain the National Theatre because they're assets. It's a very important fixture in a creative scene. Fix it.
And, you know, in, in talking about, you know, the creative scene and whatever, I saw also on Twitter, they were talking about um, some governments. I don't know if it was a government official or whatever. Guys, listen, I read these things very sparingly. And I feel like when I just give you guys a little bit of a blurb, you guys are going to understand what I mean. If you don't know what blurb means, you either Google or ask your intelligence friend. I don't know. I mean, I don't expect you guys to know everything. There's a lot of things that go on. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, there was something about 100,000 cities documentary for a three-minute documentary. Everybody was losing their heads. And, you know, I remember when I read the tweet, I was trying to understand the intent and purpose of whoever wrote that tweet because I remember right next to the 100,000, they had put into bracket 1 billion. What the fuck is that? Is that an old Ghana city? Why are you writing? What, what is that? You're trying to like make it look like, okay, 1 billion. And so what? And so bloody fucking what? I want you guys to understand something, okay? Um, the creative scene is a very important scene. The amount of work it, that goes into, you know, putting stuff together, videos, documentaries, music, it's big work. It's not just the fact say some of you when it comes to and i've said this thing several times over the six years or seven years six years that we've run this podcast i've said several times when doctors quote a fee for a surgery you don't get a lot of bargaining and negotiating you go around if you don't have the money go fund me appeal for funds and you get the money somebody a creative gives you a cost for something if it's an mco but you're just talking is yes to oh but is a graphic designer oh but this and you're just a, everything is just why don't you do it yourself Everything is, do you know what, let me, let me just bring it, do you know what goes into making a documentary? Because I've done, docu- I've, 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 I've done about, four, I have personally produced about four documentaries. I've edited about four documentaries myself. It's something that I do. You're going to have footage. For you to get that small three minutes documentary, you are going to film over Look, one week, two weeks worth of, it can even be a whole year worth of content that you filmed. And you have somebody sit down, pour over all of this footage and pick, select the parts that you are going to use, then piece it together to make sense, to tell a story. And then there's scoring and then there's coloring, there's sound design, sound editing. Like what, in which world is 100,000 cities too much for a three-minute documentary? That is quality. I'm sorry, guys, educate yourself so. And you'll be yeah, yeah, far but two incidents are. I saw a tweet by Karma from the, the uh, Disney podcast recently and was talking about the fact that y'all are too old to just take everything at face value without doing your own research. All it takes is for somebody to come and write a misleading headline, headline and that's it. What's the kind of headline? Yeah, that's the Bobriski effect. And yeah, she But like, what is wrong with you guys? The internet is accessible to you. If you have, if you have a smartphone and you are reading online something that you just, click the link. When they come and post their story and they put the headline, there's a link there for you to go and read more. You don't even read more. Like, I'm sorry, a hundred thousand Ghana cities for a three minute documentary is very, very plausible. Okay, so let's not get into this whole thing and make it look like, oh, these people are stealing my. I know it's the kind of movie, Allegedly, but I just wanted to bring attention to the fact that 100,000 Ghana cities, documentary, like, oh my God, how much do they use? Put some value on the work the creatives do. It's a lot of work. There's a lot of way. If it was easy, have you have you realized how some of you, yeah, the camera between come and stand in front of people crying and talk, and you are shaking from the ruler to the tutor, shaking your boots. And somebody will come and stand there and entertain you for two to three hours, and it is just or quoting BB. I will say just oh yeah, just. Woe betides you. Woe betides you.
And that's what I'm going to, you know, close out with my trending topics because those are the things that I saw and I wanted to address. And I hope that I have schooled some of you to know that you shouldn't be thinking uh, um, that way about some of these things because it's it, it does cost a lot. Put some respect on the work that creatives do. It takes a lot of brain power, energy to do the things that we do. Okay? It's not only doctors and lawyers that's, that's used all of their whatever. Please, cut that crap. Anyway, um, to close out this segment, um, you know, I, I, I usually try to keep, keep it light, you know, generally even Kwame and I, when we have conversations about what to talk about, we try to keep it light. But, um, as I'm growing, I, you know, life is happening and life is happening to all of us and things are happening. And I feel like, you know, this is my community. Like this is my family that we are, we are, we are building sincerities. And sometimes I just feel like I told you this is therapy for me. So I, I must speak on certain things. Um, I recently learned of the passing of a very, a very special person, a very good friend, you know, um, Nikita. Uh, I went to AIS. Those of you who know, I went to AIS and I was in the house one, Ames house, and I was the house prefect. And, um, Nikita was like a year after me, you know, and he, he, he was like my unofficial school son. And how it happened was just funny because Nikita was just such a, ray of light he was always smiling always laughing always making people you know happy and he would always say scoop or peace and you know well i was at 15 six, i had no business i was so un, un, interested in that whole school father school i was not interested in that thing what i do and i did everything myself i watched my things myself i my. i mean maybe people iron for me once in a while but i did most of the stuff myself so i wasn't really interested but nikita's a scoop or peace scoop or peace, and then i kind of like just you know let it happen and i yeah. It's just sad, you know, it's just sad. Fortunately for, for me, I saw him this year. Um, he was doing really well. He got published in the BNFT. I remember I took a picture when I saw it and I was like, Hey, you, you know, you're doing big things. He explained his new job to me and everything. And so this is just really, it's really unfortunate. You know, I'm not one of those people that believes, Oh, he's in a better place and blah, blah, blah. I don't, I have questions. I have a lot of questions when, when young people die like that, you know, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm saddened by it. But I'm always going to cherish the memories. I don't have a single memory of Nikita frowning. Like, it was always smiling, laughing, and it would always cause me to smile and laugh as well. And I I know that these episodes live in perpetuity. And for me, one of the ways in which I just want to keep his memory alive was speaking about it on the podcast. So to anybody that knew Nikita, um, just cherish the memories that you have. And sorry for our collective loss. We're going to get back and talk about what we're going to talk about in this episode. This episode of Sincerely Accra is powered by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Grab an ice-cold Jameson, Sprite, and lime. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this audio experience because you know it's bound to be a good time on Sincerely Accra. Now with Jameson. (laughs) 
Hey guys, we'd like to take a break from this week's episode to talk a little bit about our sponsors. Okay, so the IRL podcast by Mozilla is something that I think everybody needs to get into. Okay, AI is the rage everywhere. AI, put your pictures here and see what your babies will look like. Put your pictures here and see what you look like if you're a different race. You know, AI is taking jobs. AI is coming for, you know, this whole conversation, even the, you know, the strike that's happening with the Hollywood actors. One of the things that they're complaining about is the fact that AI can actually take their likeness so that they themselves, the human they are no longer needed if you watch that one episode of Black Mirror that had Salma Hayek I think I forgot what the episode was called but yeah they were literally like taking people's likeness and things like that you know and in this season of the IRL podcast which is hosted by Bridget Todd she's literally talking to people and looking at how we can balance the upsides of AI with the downsides of AI because you know there's there's benefits to AI you know for example one of the episodes that I listened to I believe episode one of season seven they were talking about the job of content moderators so a content moderator is basically somebody whose job it is to make sure that user-generated content meets or follow certain rules and regulations. So if it's scams, it's illegal stuff, they're not going to put it on there, right? Now, AI is actually being trained to take up that job and it's it's a more efficient way to do it, okay? And I had no idea about this until I listened to the podcast. And so I feel like, you know, we're living in a global village now. You know, yes, we're interconnected by the internet and technology is just, it's just taking wings and flying and you don't want to be left behind. So definitely check out the IRL podcast by Mozilla and, you know, get a little bit of breast into how, you know, we can, we can do things with AI. AI by putting people first instead of profit. You know what I mean? So definitely search for Mozilla IRL in your podcast player or visit IRLpodcast.org. We're definitely going to include a link in our show description. So make sure you're checking for it. Okay. Thank you, IRL, for sponsoring this episode. Now let's get back to the show. All right. So as the title suggests, we're going to be doing some singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing some singing on an episode we're calling Sing For Your Life. This was actually Kwame's idea, by the way. So that I was going around, listen, we agree we're going to do Sing For Your Life. So basically, I went around asking people, um, gun to your head, what's a song you can sing to save your life? And I don't know why, like, I kind of like misconstrued what we're supposed to do. And I went around recording people and asking them to complete the lyrics. You know, I like doing complete the lyrics. So I recorded like a lot of complete the lyrics. I said to Kwame, Kwame was like, um, you you know, it's great, but this is not what we agreed on. So can you go back and re-record people? And actually, this is the question. And then he did a reply notes feature to like the WhatsApp uh, text that he has sent me where he had re- literally written, gun to your head. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, can't we just use it like that? like, no. <laughs> and that is the relationship I have with my producer. Oh, how am I doing too? Anyway, we went to the places, the functions, the events, and we spoke to people and we asked them, hey, gun to your head. What is one song you can sing that will save your life from the bullet? We'll be right back to Dish. For the boys in the back, the little things that you do that did what makes me love you more. Hey, I've been for a pitch, you know. Yeah, man, kids, one on a mommy double. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, hum, hum, no. Can I get an iron card? Do you want more? Crooklyn boy with a Brooklyn boy. So for one last time, I need y'all to roar. What the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. Uh huh. <laughs> it's okay, it's <laughs> I believe you, and you'll be safe. Uh, I'm gonna kill right now. So I say a little prayer. Hope my dreams no, will start. take you there. Start. I'm drunk right now, so I can't start from the start. Then you are gonna be shot. When I'm drunk, I feel like that's not fair. But it has to be Westlife, or um, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. I'm going to sit around. I'm going to come. I'm going to come. I'm going to come, I'm going to come, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. It's okay, thank you very much. Hey, they're pressing out by me. Hey, what's I can't see ya. Missy, my fowl. Freedom, Satawali. Freedom, Freedom, Shata, 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 Shata. My name is Shatawali. Sweezy. So the whole song is that. The, that's the whole song. You just loop it. Apart from that, maybe 50 cents in the club. Maybe. Maybe. Go shorty. It's your birthday. You want a party? It's your birthday. You want to sip some Bacardi? It's your birthday. You know? You don't want to It's your birthday. You go in the club. Charlie. Hey, you boy. I will be you too. I can't say I can sing it to the end, but it's... You look so dumb right now. Standing outside my house. Trying to apologize. You're so ugly when you cry. Please. Just cut it out. And don't do what? Eh? And don't do what? Don't do what? Don't tell me you're sorry. Oh. Girl. Oh. Don't tell me you're sorry. No, it's too late. <laughs> What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Hey. What's love? Sing the Jaru part. Sing the Jaru part. What's the Jaru part? Girl, that's how you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. A song I can sing. Save your life. Save my life. Lyric by lyric by lyric. Let's let's pick this up in a few minutes. Hey, let me think about it, bro. You are dead. Yeah, you're, shoot they, me. They just shot you. Now your blood is on me.
Mary, Atana nyumwe Odoma kumeni na wongkwa Atini ya jojo nkwa Amekwane ya tete nkwa Yo, you have been saved Everything na dobu dobu Na dobu dobu How do you start that song? Na dobu dobu that That's how you start it, na dobu dobu That song does have a beginning Blessings na dobu dobu Oh God! Nah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Dash Dash! Happy birthday to you, Gra! That is a cheap code. Gun to your head. Sing a song to save your life. What are you singing? Me wa paso me wo bibia. The lotto. Epic one. Mr. Bob. Mr. Bob. Yeah. What's that one? Lord Kenya, Mr. P.O.P. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know it. Go, go, let's carry it. Seven your way, yeah. Seven your way, I'm a So do I, so do I, so do I, so do I. Brody, run. I got some brandy brand of lazy. I'm 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 Hey, you know the whole song. Oh my god. From Gambaga to Accra, from Riosu to Keta. We let her mother is the school. What song is that? She will guide us all and eat. So we read that we may teach. So sweet subject and tell that we may room. Play the game. Shout and spread her fame afar. She's the head of all the world. This would have been iconic if you had won. Alright, 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 alright. You know, I just remember we didn't do what Twitter said on this episode, but hey, it is what it is. You ins- I, if you think about it, if you think about it, the things that I said in trending news, they were both things that I saw on Twitter. You know, the National Theatre and then the production costs uh, for the documentary. I saw all of those on Twitter and see, you know, see why. And see what Twitter said, yeah, 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 y
Um, yeah, look, a lot, a lot of great songs, a lot of great music, you know what I mean? Those are the people that accosted me. Like, one person started singing, and they were, I was literally, I was at Rhythms and Brunch outside, I was about to go home, and I, I was interviewing one person, and then he started singing, and all of them came in, I was like, what is this? Please, please, please. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess if you're going to ask me, what's a song that I guess can save, save my life? Um, there's a couple, there's a couple, um... Ooh, boy, you're looking like you like what you see Won't you come over and check up on it? I'ma let you work up on it Ladies, let them check up on it Watch it while you check up on it Dip it, pop it, check it, stop it, check on me tonight <laughs> I needed to breathe, I was coming up for air I couldn't do it, girl, I couldn't Yeah, check it out, this one Um... Um, Halo. I, there's a lot of Beyonce songs. Remember those walls of bills? Baby, they come tumbling down. Didn't even put up a fight. Didn't even make a sound. <laughs> Found a way to let you in. Right? Um, I think, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Alicia Keys. I just want you close. Where you can stay forever. You can be so alone. <laughs> I feel like I sound like Trevor Jackson covering water. Did you guys see that video? Oh, the nigga was doing a lot. Oh, he said, Oh, you make me water. Make me water. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, I you, nothing can convince me that he didn't do that intentionally because he knew it was gonna trend. Like, you guys need to understand something. Hollywood, the game is relevance. If people are talking about you, you you have relevance, and then booking agents are gonna pay attention to you because after Gronish, I don't know what he's done. Like, you know what I mean? I, maybe it's also because of where I live and I'm not paying attention. But me, I see these things. I'm like, you girl, did you guys see the faces he was making just singing that song? I was not even necessary. It was, like, it was too much. It was too much. Um, definitely when I see you by Fantasia Barine, but that's another one that I can I get into. I know the words word for. I recently actually learned the full thing because you know where she says, um, "What's happening to me in the dark? Can you tell me what this means?" Because you know I'm in the dark. What, can you? Tell, you know what I used to hear? I used to hear Annabelle. Could you? <laughs> I swear to God, I see her. What's happening to me, Annabelle? Can you tell me what this means? I thought Annabelle was her friend. Like, she's talking to her homegirl. She's like, girl, I, I, I'm going through it with this nigga. Like, can you tell me what it means? Like, <laughs> I can't believe this. But yeah, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely when I see you. But anyway, that's it. That's it for Sing for Your Life. There's a host of songs that I can go down with you. I'll probably make a mistake and gut shot myself. But yeah, that is Sing for Your Life. And oh, memory lane. What a good, good, good. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, there's some good songs around, but I just, the, that golden era of music in Ghana, R&B from America, everywhere. It's like, what's up? You know, that, it's golden. It's just golden. It's golden forever. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to get back and we're going to do our listener letter. No long <clears throat> Attention party people This is a Mosaic PSA And I just want to let you know Mosaic is back 
Yes, party people. <laughs> Mosaic is coming back this 25th November at New Bouquet Foundation East Lagon. You want to know what Mosaic is? It's a live podcast, music, and community festival. Mosaic is the one time all the amazing shows and hosts on the Gold Coast Report share one stage. Come and see me and all the guys from all the other podcasts that you love. After the whistle, sex and sanity, you know, all of them. And come and have a good time. Come through with your favorite people. Meet the voices behind the shows you love. So can electrify live music performances and party the night away. Remember, Mosaic is on Saturday, November 25th at the Nubuke Foundation East Lagon. Gates open at 5 p.m. Get tickets at mosaic.listentogcr.com. Again, get tickets at mosaic.listentogcr.com. I can't wait to see you. Mosaic is proudly supported by Jameson Whiskey, Widen the Circle, Afripods, Fika, The Bubble Tea House, Aya Tickets, and I am a Dinkra. We are back. We are back, and we are going to be doing our listener letter. <laughs> Y'all ready for this listener letter? <laughs> I don't know, you guys, listen, I'm very sure, I feel like there's a couple of people, at least, like a handful, like, who listens to the podcast and they constantly think I'm on drugs. <laughs> they probably like, what is, what is this nigga on? Nothing. This is just pure or natural. I'm a natural. <laughs> no preservatives, just natural. <laughs> Anyway, guys, listen, we're going to be getting into our list of letter. And this one is going to be coming from, what am I going to, I'm going to call this one, um, Naruto. Yeah. Yeah, let's get into Naruto. Okay, so Naruto says, Hello, Joseph. Hope you're doing well. So this may be odd, but I feel like I don't have game. I can meet a girl and get her number, but I don't know what to see. Most Ghana girls too, they don't say much. So it's hard. Uh, so it's hard be like that. I can't keep asking how was your day and have you eaten? Like how can I spice up my conversations? Help your boy out. Why? Because I feel like I've lost some nice girls because I'm boring. Ooh, Naruto. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. Mobile in China, baby stuff again. Whoa. Okay. But I mean, you are able to get people to give you their numbers. So you have some kind of game. You know what I found when it comes to like Ghanaians generally? I, I just feel like there's a way that every, everybody has a preconceived notion of what a conversation, like when you are getting to know somebody that you want to like consider for something serious, sexual and stuff like, there's a preconceived notion that some of you have about how conversations like that should go. And that is what is hindering you. Both girls and boys alike. Because I have heard from both sides of the of the argument. Boys say the girls don't talk. The girls don't have anything to say. As a Ghana girl, you have to carry the conversation. Girls too will say Ghana boys are boring. They don't talk. They, 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 they don't have personality. Like, it's it's coming from both sides of, of the equation. And I'm just here to tell you guys that you guys is not that serious. And your examination, and your BC, and your common entrance, and your WASI. It's fine. Just take a chill pill. Like, relax. What are you guys doing? Look, the goal of the conversation is to share a bit of yourself with each other to see if you like what you are getting to know enough to consider you for something else. You know what I mean? And so just, babe, it's so simple. Just talk. Okay, I know that 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 sounds like really stupid. That's like just talk, but anyway. Okay, here are a few tips. Okay, so for me, I like to what, what, first of all. Okay, now this is not bad. If you know the person's social media, 
Okay, now you can do this, but you have to. This one you have to do very well because you don't want to also come off as like a stalker. Um, you can go to the person's social media, check out their posts, like some of the conversations that if if it's if it's Twitter, some of the opinions that they've tweeted, if it's Instagram, some of the pictures, the places that they've gone to, and stuff like that, and like bring up a conversation about it. You know, like hey, I saw on your Instagram that you went to Dubai last year. How was how was Dubai like? You know, yeah. Ah, so did you go to, and and maybe like do a little Google, like top 10 tourist attractions in Dubai. Oh, did you go to the Burj? Were you able to see the Burj? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you know, I've always wanted to go to the Burj. What about you? Were you able to go to the Burj? Or did you go to Atlantis the Palm? Ah, so where were you staying? Ah, is it true that Dubai is really hot? Like how hot is it? You know, these are conversation points. And if there's somebody that is interested in you and somebody that is actually not boring, they will have something. And that's another thing I wanted to just point out. Sometimes it's not that you don't have game. The person does not like you. you you are talking to somebody that does not like you, my dear sister and my brother. Because if you like somebody, my dear, you will find something to see. You will always have something. Like, I feel like the era where, or maybe the age, no, the era, I won't even say the age. Because I was going to say that the age where some people can like you, but then like they don't know what to say. So they are just there. But I feel like that era is gone. Like the way things are with social media, people are being more bold with their self-expression and stuff like that. I feel like that's a little bit dead. But of course, we we have a problem where like a lot of kids are socialized to be to be um like quiet and timid and stuff. And then it follows them into their adulthood. So they don't really speak up. So you might find some of people like some of the people like that. But baby girl, baby boy. Consider the option that sometimes they just don't like you. On pal. Because you will find that this person is doing with somebody or that 5 a.m. Then when it comes to you, they give you one word replies. Okay, yeah, how was your day? Cool. What have you eaten? Yeah. Like, but anyway, yeah, we're just let's let's assume that like this is something that you're interested in. The person actually likes you back. Definitely check out their social media. If like like something tweeted about, you know, they've tweeted about some weird food combination. Hey, you eat rice and actually, I I almost said you eat rice and okra soup, and I realized that I actually do that too. But for those of you who don't like taste, maybe you think that's weird. Oh, you eat rice and okra soup? Nah, you, you you need to be jailed. Hopefully, you get a reaction, and then you guys will like. Stretch out, stretch out the conversation from there. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so definitely you can do that. You can check the social media for pointers on what to say. Another thing is to talk about yourself. I, I am not saying go and do a soliloquy. Soliloquy, talk to yourself. As in like, you go on and do a, like this whole long ass monologue and don't get a person talk. No. Like, you know, like Charlie, babe, you know what happened to me today? Hey, Charlie, when I went to work, I went to work late, right? And I was trying to hide from my boss and my boss called me, oh my God. See, and then, hey, there's this girl in my office. She's called this thing in. Like, so when I came, she told me that, hey, my boss has come. So I go, hey, Charlie, what's for you? Hey, Charlie, yeah. Man, it was so serious. Like, hey, how's your boss like? You know what I mean? Get into that. Like, how's your boss like, ah, your place, when you go late, what do they do to you? Like, you see, so you are getting to know the person in different aspects. Their work life, how, you know, some of you, they're be, hey, hey, so do you like, hey, yeah. <sighs> have you eaten? What did you eat today? Hey, so do you eat that a lot? Hey, so how many siblings do you have? I mean, those things are important, but don't ask that, those things again, 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 again. How is your brother? Is your mother there? Is your, your father has come home? Eh? Boring! What the fuck are you asking about these things? <laughs> like, get into stuff. Talk about it, you know? Ah, personally, ah, babe, like, and oh, also games, okay? So I'm going to give you guys free game here. There are games that I play. There's a game that I play on text. It's like this or that. So you can say, hey, babe, do, do you have time? Let's play a game. Let's play a short game. Because these, this is how you get to know people too sometimes. So you can be like this or that. Um, uh, Beach or pool. 
then she'll say maybe poo. Oh, why? Amy Beach is nice. So like, don't you like the sun and everything? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh, you can take 10. You'll be like, okay, I'll do one. Then you do one. So if you do the beach or poo, they'll be like, okay, you're 10. Maybe she'll say, oh, Coke and Fanta. Then you choose. Then it's your 10. You see? So you put out. And with every round, once somebody answers, you are either reacting to the person's answer or finding something else to follow up on and move on. Play some interesting games, you know? Don't play iMessage games, please. No. Some of you get so competitive. And then before you realize, I'll tell you so because Nipana Mawari three times. I've crown, You know, have those games where you're trying to learn about the person. You know what I mean? Um, there's another one you can play, okay? Yeah. And it's like truth or picture. Okay? Take this one. So basically, you guys take turns asking each other questions, right? And if you ask the question, the person doesn't want to tell you, they have to send you a picture of themselves. Um, if you want to make it a bit more crazy, you can be like, you have to send a picture of yourself um, based on a theme that I pick. So you can say outdoor. That means they have to send you an outdoor picture. You can say bedroom. They have to send you a picture from their bedroom. You can say um, nude. You know, like, I mean, I'm just, I listen. I'm just saying, it depends on how freaky you pull out and whatever, you know? So you can do that. You can do that. Truth or So if they are willing to tell you the truth about something, they'll tell you. And then you can also react. And that's another thing. Some of you are having conversations with people. They are telling you, and you're not reacting at all. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. Okay. Cool. Really? I just told you that my mother left my father because he was cheating with my, uh, my, my mother's friend. And then you are like, oh, okay. Cool. Okay. So, so are you with your mother or your dad? Really? That's all you have to say. Okay. Cool. Like react. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, serious. Really? So how is that like for you? Like, what were you doing? Hey, so like, who's that? You know, get into it. Some of y'all are just dead on arrival with some of these things. And that's what your problem is. You know what I mean? So yeah, those are the tips. Like go through your social media, get an idea of the person and pick up some conversations based on what you have seen. Play games, truth or picture, um, this or that. Um, come up with other things that you can play over the phone. You know what I mean? You know how when you go on um, your iPhone, I mean, sorry to the Samsung people, go on your iPhone and you type out something in the photo gallery. Like if you write sun or you write beach or whatever, it can pull up the photos of just beach you know what i mean you can play a game like i'm play. oh babe let's play a photo game because that's how you get to know each other more let's play a photo game if i say like beach you have to send me a picture of you on the beach that you to you choose you know what i'm trying then you guys are going on and on and everything you react remember react 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 and when i say react doesn't mean go and double tap and send love emoji or laughing emoji for words do you get what i'm trying to say Come on. And it's always great. Like, find out what TV shows they watch and which characters they were supporting in the TV show. You know, it's... Come on, guys. Come on, Naruto. I feel like I've given you more than enough. So that's where I'm going to leave it, okay? If you guys have any more suggestions for what Naruto can do, you know what to do. Hashtag Sincerely Accra on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. Give him your advice and I'm sure he'll see it. Anyway, guys, if you have more dilemmas, issues, problems, you know, send us a DM. Instagram will take uh, Twitter. We, we've recently fixed our Twitter. So, you know, now you can say, because apparently people couldn't send DMs easily. We fixed that. You can send us a DM because, you know, yeah. So make sure you send in your dilemmas and we'll be talking about it on here and we could be advising you, like real life advice, you know. Some people say I give good advice. So don't you want to test that out? <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much. Eh kaiga siya sakanin ka dala ko me zaka yi ka saga siya cikin ka gani Allah ya bar kai farin jini kai aske bar su eh Africa dai ka sa alamarin mu ke na ba a shika mun turai ba karban bribe ya muna yawa yasa ka ga Africa ba mu shin gaba ko lokaci wurin mu ke wurin mu ke eh akwala yayi Super Sammy the Nova Munkawo Muku
sabon la bari Wanga gassienne et true story How set really need Irani ayatini Jimana All right, people. So now that we've had some really good time singing and, you know, letting people know what we can do before, you know, they try to die. We have a little special, special interview that we're going to be doing with someone very special. You know, we always talk to special people on the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Celebrating 10 years in the DJ career. I mean, it's not an easy thing, you know. 10 years in the DJ you know, you know, in Ghana, like when you have like ten children, they give you a good bit of drying. Someone be drying. Uh, we're going to find out. But anyway, we're going to be doing a really special, quick chit chat, sit down with the one and only masked DJ. Sit tight, enjoy this one. Mm, let's get ready to rumble. Cue music. Listen, 10 years in anything is not a mean thing. 10 years in anything. Why you be be one, two, three, 10 years? 10 years ago, where were you? 10 years ago, where were you? Well, 10 years ago, the mask DJ was just a now, or Kenyan who saw best set cinema as you know, the first way I have to read this one. No, electronic dance. No, <laughs> electronic <laughs> dance African music. No, electronic dance and African music. Electronic dance and African music. Let me use my comprehension and ask. You know <laughs> how when you're in school and you you have a lot of words describing something. One like a black, fat, short, white. Like something comes before. I, I, yeah. But anyway, guys, today we're going to be talking. Can I mention your government's name? Yeah. Oh <laughs> we're going to be talking to Michelle Nanadwa Ejakuma Yebua of Asempa House. Abugis. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know oh, the research is always clear. Yeah, yeah. that's also also known as the masked DJ. Yes. What's up? How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I How really, are you? I'm great. I really like this mask today. Thank you. You were telling thank me you. the person who painted it. What's what's the person's name? The female painter. The female painter. Oh, yeah. Ninsano Kama. Yeah. It, these the masks that you wear are they customized to your face? No, this is it's actually plain, and then after they design it, but it's because I've been wearing it for ten years. So now, whenever you look at it, you think of me. But no, because it, you know what the shape, like the 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 nose and everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. Typical <laughs> masks like this, they are not very defined. Yeah, is it like if I hit? Is it, is it solid or you can it, you can try? What sound? Oh, okay. <laughs> In the plastic. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> no, so I've known, I mean, for those of you who don't know, um, the magic, I've known her since like 2016, 2017 era, yeah. the hot era in, in nightlife. And I knew you as DJ Michi. Yes. So honestly speaking, when the whole mass DJ, not me, those days when, when they see the mass DJ, I actually thought it was somebody else. Okay. 
I'm like, so why why did we change from <laughs> DJ Michi to the mass DJ? Um, I wanted to change because of the one the music I was playing. Because in the beginning I was playing everything like I always say, but then mm-hmm. I wanted to change and make it something more specific, which is electronic and African dance music. Okay. So that was one. And then secondly, I say this every time people don't believe me, but I'm very very shy. Very very shy. Really? Yes, I wanted to use the mask to hide. But now it's like it's not even helping me hide because wherever I go, it's like, oh, Max DJ, Max DJ. Well, at least they don't see, you know, um, and this is something that I, I learned from, you know, COVID and then the face mask. Now you people don't see your micro expressions. Yes. And I love it so much because I do a lot of things when I'm playing. Yeah, like, right? Playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, when you say that you are shy, that's why you went for the mask. I want to ask. I, I feel like maybe it's only until recently that when you go to events, people pay attention to the DJ. In, in, and when I say pay attention, like look at the DJ. Yeah. You know, with the whole, um, what's the name of this DJ? The one, the... the Uncle Waffles. Know, Uncle Waffles, like dancing, you know. Now, yeah. like people, DJing is no longer that thing where you do it in the corner and nobody really yeah, sees Yeah, it you. has to be. But when we were starting out 2016, 2017, you know. Now it wasn't four, like that. So when you say you are shy, are you shy of people looking at you? Or you are shy of like when you go up there, like the people that are all around... One, yeah. So the people around, like the crew for the event, and then even the people I was playing for, I wanted it to seem like, like you know, like an alter ego kind of thing. So it's like I'm in my own um, world, yeah. Like those guys. Oh, you know, there's this, there's this like DJ guy. He got like an X and a smile. It's like marshmallow, he wears, marshmallow, marshmallow. Yeah, marshmallow. And then there's the two guys, the one that have like the mouse. There's this two. No, Daft Punk. Is it Daft Punk? There's Daft Punk. Almost yeah. okay. So that's the vibe you are, you are going for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got into DJing mostly because of your love for music. So I want to know what kind of music were you listening to when you were growing up? I was listening to everything. Uh, hip everything. Life. Everything. Should we put it to the test? Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Would you, okay, what's but, the hip life and what else? Um, uh, hip life, uh, high life. Like... My dad mm. used to play a lot of reggae, so that one day I was listening to it by force. Not oh. like I wanted to, but I okay. was listening to so it. Hey. Hey. Oh, Pirates, yes, hey. they're up. I don't know the lyrics. I mean, you know the redemption song. <laughs> oh, who knew the lyrics in the same? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, you you were listening to everything. Let's say it's it was more of whatever that was on radio then. Then I was ah. listening to radio a lot, yeah. And then once in a while, I'm actually DSTV Kakra. Number this thing that you said about the radio, yeah. I I I heard that you used to record cassettes. Yes. You used to put a cassette yes. in the radio. Yes. If a song is playing that you like, then then you record yes. it. Yes, yes. There was a show on uh, is it every moment free promo, but there was a show on radio. Oh, it was called now? Cruise Control then. Ah, okay. It's okay. me free school, but that's when I put in the cassette and then I record whatever the DJ was playing. And then later I get to listen to Did you like the music? Like was it a diverse genre music normal boy? And I say was a specific type of a they what I was recording mainly was uh R and B and hip hop. The mm. foreign one, because mm. I don't I mean, yeah, like I won't listen to it more. So those were the ones I was recording, because they, I mean, Ghanaian music, you hear it everywhere. Metro TV uh-huh. play advertising cycle and, you know, that kind of thing. So I was listening to it because I didn't really have access to that kind of music. Honestly, let me tell you, when I found out that thing, I was like, hey, I did the same thing. That's how I learned Umbrella. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had okay. a radio in my room and then I also had like blank cassettes and I'll put it in there and I'll record Call it. So it. I always used to hate it when like the song is playing and they'll say, and the you're listening speak. to exactly. me. Oh, why? I just want a clean recording. <laughs> That's I learned. And when I finish, I play the song, then I'll pause and I'll write the lyrics. No, exactly. You will have my heart. <laughs> yeah. Pause, play. You didn't buy the book. There was oh, no, no, no. Do you know why? There was Grammatical Errors. 
Anyway, it's true. Some it's of the lyrics, they used to change the lyrics. lyrics. Exactly. You know, I mean, for originality. So I went to the source. You know, the source myself. Okay, so how did you get like into electric and dance music? Like, yeah. was it from back when you used to listen to music? No, no, no. I, I grew up before. I, I started uh, liking electronic. I realized I liked it when I was in uni. So I was listening to that a lot in uni. So when I learned how to DJ, I wasn't even playing electronic music. I was playing everything, but I was personally listening to electronic music at mm. home for myself. But I was like, no, if I'm listening to it and I like it, definitely there will be people who also like it. Because mm. when you are going out at that time, you weren't hearing a lot of that. So I'm like, let me start playing it more, more and see what happens. And that's what more turned into something now there are a lot of collectives a lot of events that play and the electronic. vice president of america knows who you are oh, and that's on period that's on period. <laughs> <laughs> no but I'm gonna, say, I'm, I'm gonna say that's quite bold because yeah. you're playing everything you know how Ghanaians are when we go to events everybody's very intentional about what they want the dj to play so you discover electronic and dance music and then you decide that this is what you're going to make your sound I suffered, especially because <laughs> you were playing like a regular dj and everything yeah and also quick segue because i talk a lot i'm sorry but um dj kev of blessed memory yes i remember when he first came to a chassis right and he said he was a dj every time he would play he wouldn't play like the popular songs that we knew oh, yes and i yeah. could always tell he was having fun he would play all yeah. these like experimental records and then people would just be like ah this guy so when i think about you choosing yeah the like, first time i met him at republic and then i played a set he played a set we just we just marched that they were like yeah i understand what you are doing and, and since then we we had a beautiful relationship till mm. he passed because we knew what, what we were doing was similar we had a vibe that we wanted to introduce in Accra and it worked. It's so sad. He's not here anymore to witness it. But right. whatever we're enjoying here, Kev played a major role in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because I remember back then, Republic, they used to Republic, have like a, yes. a set, like the four of them. Yeah, IFKR. Yeah, IFKR uh, with yeah. F, the DJ and everything. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. So would you say they also kind of like spared yes, you on? Yes, after yes, you yes. chose that that field of like or that kind of music it helped because then it looked like okay i'm not on this journey alone because there are mm. people who also like what i'm doing so it made it easier so then that way we were doing events or we we're having bookings that were similar so we used to do this event at republic like you were saying yeah and um, i remember i brought them to that time x live radio was it was online but i was like look we can have this platform there aren't enough shows on it so you guys can come because i'm doing it alone but X-Live. the more we do it yeah is that his business please yes Oh, so it was you? Yes. You know we had a radio show? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. And I was on that yes, show. Yes, the first night you guys came out, I said, let's do it. Guys, let me tell you, I honestly say this all the time. Mm-hmm. DJ Kev is one of the people that like, I I say big ups to because he called me up and he said, we're doing a show. We want somebody to do Hot Topics. Yes. I said, ah, Kevin, me and I said, you can't do it. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did a show for almost like two or three years. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so... I know you got into DJing by just playing around virtual DJ whilst you were in university. You your research, with, your, with your best friend. <laughs> but I'm yes. curious, when you guys set out to do, I know she doesn't DJ anymore, but when you guys set out to DJ, what was the mindset? How far did you think you were going to go? Because I also know that after university, where you were learning sociology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, like, why were you learning sociology? What was the plan no, that for was, sociology? That was, the, that was what the school gave me. I wanted to do business administration, but I didn't get that. So they gave me sociology. So I was doing sociology like to pass time. But when I was doing sociology too, I signed up for um, ICA. So I was doing ICA on the side. Yes. But I didn't finish ICA because then the DJing kicked off and all my attention 
Right. Move to the DJing. So right now, there that's my workout plan. If today decided to be a DJ, you go back to accounting. Here's my student now. For those of you who don't know, ICA is Institute of Chartered Accounting. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So no, when you set up, did you? think it was going to be something that you'd be in for a while or it was just like useful exuberance so oh, useful exuberance so after the time i learned how to dj i never thought i was even going to be a dj it was i've learned it okay that's it but i didn't think it was going to be this but then the more i practiced in the room with my best friend like you said and then the other there was this room opposite us the girls used to come to our room just to come and dance because i mean they said you DJ were playing, playing music. Oh, okay so then it looked like we can do something with this so the plan was to go as far as uh we could go and you mentioned marshmallow and all these guys uh, those guys are like my influences i was watching them a lot and i saw mm. the stages that they were on they were playing so on. yeah i was like nah i have to do this even if i don't get to do it outside i wish you it will come it to a car so i was really happy when the first boiler room was actually in a car because it, it looks far fetched. I used to tell my best friend, look, we are going to Europe. We are going to Europe. Then, you know, and I, I found a tweet from my Twitter the other time where I said, I want to play Coachella, Boiler Room, and then Ultra Music Festival. And I'm done Boiler Room. So it's left with it. <laughs> Everything is coming up. Yeah, I mean, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Sure, it's I remember coming. when I saw that video and Kamala like stopped to talk to you and everything. And I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's possible. It's very possible now. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Wow. So honestly, I know, you know, you start doing DJing, you believe in yourself. When did you recognize that you were a big deal? Um, Because I know it can take a while. Sometimes people yeah, see it before while. you see it. Yes. Um, I think 2019, around August. Mm. I don't even know what happened. But, uh, I don't know, but it was just this weekend and I had seven bookings. And out of the seven bookings, one was from like the person who booked me lives in Nigeria, but then the event was here. So I'm like, okay. And then that same year too, I had, I hadn't played any festival in Accra before, but someone from Nigeria had booked me to come play his event, which was Giddy Fest. So I played Giddy Fest that April. And then that year started to look like, okay. And then I did, um, uh, that weekend, that particular weekend in August. And I'm like, wait, seven bookings in one weekend. Like, oh, no, you're highly booked. I, 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 Highly requested. I remember time. I posted it on Twitter and everyone was like, hey, book them busy. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then I think it was that same year. Um, uh, we did, uh, what do you call it? Was it the COVID year? It was 2020. 2020, yes. Yes, March. I think 2019, we did um, um, Major Laser. And these are like my idols. So someone calls me one day. I, someone I know and said, are you available on, th- on this date? And I said, yeah. But the first thing they didn't tell me what it was oh, for. Of course. Some so, the uh, yeah. So me, we ended the conversation. Then a few days later, I saw on Twitter, or I think it was Instagram, the flyer for Major Laser in Accra. And it was the same date. So I remember that Sunday, I was in the house with a couple of my friends. And I just started screaming. I'm like, guys, I think I'm opening for Major Laser, but I don't know if... So I just texted the person and I said, the gig you're asking for, is it for Major Laser? And then she goes like, yeah, I didn't want to tell you. We wanted to surprise you. I'm wow. like, hey, daddy, Lord, I've reached. <laughs> Were you able to interact with them? No, no, no. But I spoke to Diplo briefly and then we took a picture. So it was oh. after that one. And then I think COVID happened. Then after COVID, I got to DJ for Ari Lennox as well. And Ooh, I met Ari Lennox on the beach. She's, yeah. she's nice. But I must ask you because... I, <laughs> Is DJing paying you well? And I know it's obviously pays. Yeah. Is it paying you well? Who's really see dying? 
I was telling someone recently that sometimes you get a gig that doesn't pay you so well mm-hmm. and then sometimes you get one that pays you so well so that you use that one to offset but if you are looking at I think it depends it depends it depends but right now I can say I'm okay I'm mm. okay how do you go about like so for example when somebody books you right how you guys go about it is it like an hourly thing or like how how do your work so when i was go? naive people come and say okay we do three hours and then this is the amount it's fixed but now that the brand has grown beyond michi you speak to my manager she tells you all that she needs to tell you and then you decide but the thing is if you're booking me for more hours then at least it comes down a bit because we have an hourly rate but if you are doing let's say two hours mm-hmm. then you get a little discount of it if it's three hours you get a little bit okay. of discount but yeah now we are trying to do the hourly rate more because that makes sense the three hours for that amount there a lot of people take their piss in this yeah. city and they don't start early they don't start so even though you are there for more than three hours exactly like, oh, yeah I mean, hmm. no starting early days applies everywhere <laughs> <laughs> like, okay mm-hmm. so um in your 10-year career which stages have you performed that always what are some of the events stages that you've performed that have elevated your cv Okay, um, I did, uh, so like I said, I did Giddy first one, mm-hmm. and then I've done Afrochella, I think, three or four times in a row. Right. Yeah, then I did Afro Nation as well when they were here. Oh, really? And yes. Wow. And until we, we, we I, lost know, I don't want to say cancel, but when Chaleote oh. Street, I was still half named. Ah, you see, okay. I did oh, Chaleote yeah, yeah, like about five Chaleote or six yeah. years back to back. And then uh, what else? Boiler Room. Oh, I've, yeah, Boiler Room. Mm-hmm. I've DJed for um, uh, Off-White and TikTok. Um, and then I did it for Spotify alone like about three times. And then did you ever yeah. meet Virgil? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never, I never met Virgil. Wow. But yeah. I know you've mentioned DJ MJ and DJ Kes as yeah. two women in the industry that like you are friends with and everything. Um, how would you say the industry has been to women? You know, because. It's very male dominated. Um, even when it comes to, for example, artists, you know how every artist has their DJ. I think Kitty is Viroski. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen any artist that has their DJ being a woman. A woman, yeah. Right. But I know there's a lot, apart from Kess and MJ, I know um, Miss Austin, right? How would you say the industry has been for women? You know, it's been better because when I started 10 years ago, I knew only Kess and mj and then later i got to meet austin and a couple of other people who don't even dj anymore but now there are a lot of women djs really? a lot yes so who are some of the new people because honestly speaking apart from the names i mentioned i don't know anybody by name oh there is dr uh 808 uh there is um sleepy girl there is gh boy there is she's Mish. called gh boy yes oh okay. yeah GH boy. and then there's dj mish there's uh there's chichi uh, there, there are a couple of women DJs. A lot. The names are not coming, but all right, all right, lot, yeah. yeah. So no, but j- like back to the question. Generally, <laughs> I mean, I know that like it's better now, but when I say how has the industry been like in terms of reception when you show up at an event, if you're playing with uh, male colleagues, the kind of reception you get when you are up on stage, yeah. backstage, what is all of that like? I think first it, it was it was weird, like. It was it was some way because it felt like you didn't belong there. But I think as time went on and then everyone has done what they can do for their own brands. Mm. It we've come to the point where people are like, okay, yeah, now you can have only women on the lineup and they will still kill it, or you can have a fine balance of both women and men on the lineup. But first, yeah, it's like they used to sprinkle the women yeah. on the lineup, but now that's a seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but now it's like okay okay we can give chance to the women yeah yeah i want to talk about some of the things that you do i know you have a show on Oroko Oro- 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 radio, radio. yeah, yeah it's, can you talk a bit about that yeah so it's called sounds it's basically dance music from around the world but mainly africa and it happens uh once a month so friday five to six so it's even happening now so just for the people who don't know what is oroko radio and how can uh, people it's, listen? A, it's a non-profit independent radio station founded by two uh european okay well they're not even european so it's one Ghanaian and then one nigerian but mm-hmm. half german mm. yeah so they created it to give a platform to other djs around the world and that was one of the first people they asked to be on it and i was like oh yeah that's interesting because both of them are my friends and we've been doing it for the past two so it's online radio yeah, it's for online. dj sets not even just djs if you have a show oh they have show yeah, yeah, shows you have, well? yeah there are people who have oh. different because like, i feel like every one i have seen that has said oh watch my uh, catch my DJ. Show, the dj no uh, no no there are other shows other oh. amazing shows on there yeah oh, that caters to like different things hey so if i have a show and i pitch to them would they give me space we are looking for people <gasps> I think they normally announce in uh, January. So immediately they announce, I'll let you know. Don't out. <laughs> Let's get into that. Okay. Also, what's Open House Accra? Open House Accra. So I created Open House Accra to serve as a platform for all the DJs that were mainly doing electronic music stuff. Mm. So it's supposed to be once a month. We come together, open decks. It's our house. And then we play house music. So that was basically how we got the name Open House Accra. Oh, is there an audience or is it just you guys playing? Oh, there's an audience. There's oh. an audience. Yeah, and we, we've done it twice. invite people to yes, come? Yes, yes, yes. We invite people. We have oh. we had a studio in East Legon where we used to shoot at. But currently it's unavailable. They are still working on it. So when it comes back, then we come back again. Mm. I do this thing where, where I when I go out and like music is playing, I do a quick scan just to see who is vibing with the song as much as I do. Yeah. As DJs, do you pay attention to the crowd's energy? Because every time that I've looked up at a DJ, they are like busy. It's like they're now trying to select the next thing or whatever. And sometimes I wonder if they can tell that, okay, and your name finds your own sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you look around? It's a quick check. Like, because you have to quickly come back to what you're doing. But yeah, we do check. Me, I check. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the sign of, of like people are not listening? It depends. So sometimes um, people are sitting down quietly, mm. but they are enjoying the music. And sometimes you can see they are bored to death. So when you look at their <laughs> body language, <laughs> you look at their body language, you can tell if, if they like yeah. it or not. Because sometimes the fact that they are sitting there quietly doesn't mean they are not enjoying it. They are just not up. And they're dancing, not jaya, yeah. but they're like bopping and then they're just yeah. singing. And sometimes it's mood music. Yeah, it's mood music. Uh-huh. It's not really... Do you, do you th- would you say you, your sets that you play fa- can facilitate a rave? Oh, yes. Because it looks like... Yes, 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 yes. I see. Oh, okay. Also, what is Where Are The Women? Where Are The Women is is for another amazing Ghanaian woman called Karina. Mm -hmm. Um, She created Where Are The Women to support women creatives, do things that benefit the creative industry when it Mm -hmm. comes to women. So Where Are The Women is the reason why we have the pop-up DJ school we do with Pioneer Radio, which we're announcing the second one this year for November. So it'll be from the end of November to December. So I help Karina teach the people who sign up to be DJs. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there, is there like a lot of girls in the class? Yes, who are we, we choose oh. more girls than guys, actually, because mm. it's for that. Oh, I see. I see. And I discovered that you have a record featuring Sechua, La Daddy. Yes. So are you going to get into like more music? Oh, yes. We have, we have like this year, that's the plan. I've DJ for 10 years. I'm tired. I was telling someone I should think of it. <laughs> but the main thing, like you see when you've done something for so long, you are used to it. So mm-hmm. my new 
challenge. Maybe you can't retire. You've not played all. Oh, no, I'm not retired. I'm not retired. You've not played Coachella. Yeah, I have to do yeah. all those things. So this year we are doing. I mean, the year has already ended, but that's what we are working on. I have something nice coming with uh, Anase and mm. Official Kwame, and you guys will love. Yes, mm. you guys will love it. Oh, we are thinking of dropping in December. We might drop in December. Oh, yeah. This is what I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what Kwame's going to do. It was fun. The studio session was oh, late. Yeah. Man. Kwame's a vibe. I mean, I know Kwame, but seeing Kwame also working yeah. was different and I really enjoyed it. And we've been planning on doing this for a while. So there are more records going to come from us with Kwame. Hmm. Seems like a natural progression, you know? Yeah. Like, because I realize a lot of DJs, even the non-electronic dance DJs they have records yeah. with the you know mainstream artists and stuff like that um, yeah so it'll be nice to see alright so for my last question my producer Kwame always says that Ghanaians are music snobs and that is why we don't give an opportunity for a, a variety of genres yeah. it's like it's always gonna be high life high life hip life high life and then oh now Afrobeats is everywhere okay let's do Afrobeats Afro and then little. now I'm a piano comes and now they're even seeing their side of I'm a piano yeah and it's the same way people don't give, like, they'll say, mm, music, me. I don't like Ghanaians are music snobs. Do you think that is changing? Are are we becoming more receptive to different styles? Because you are playing these very different sets and yeah, you're yeah. packing rooms, yeah. you know? And people are like, when you see the the um, the journey of iMula sound system and stuff like that, you're seeing people are now getting into uns music. What would you say the future for those kind of sounds is like here in Ghana? Is it just uh, it a looks phase? it looks good, but it's for a very selected group of people as well. Because even with I'm real, I realize that when I'm sitting in the crowd and I'm listening to what people saw, watching their reactions, you can see that it looks like you can see them looking like, ah, okay, yeah, enough of the electronic. Can we get the normal? So I remember there was a conversation on Twitter where someone yeah. said we should play, and I'm like, but that wasn't what the event That's was what made it's for. for. There are enough events you can listen to these things, so it's it, it looks good. It looks good, but it also depends on the crowd. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm doing an electronic music event, I know there are some people I will never see there because that's not what they <laughs> want to listen to. So it depends on the crowd, honestly. Mm -hmm. It depends. Um, how are you feeling about the next ten years? I feel like it's going to be amazing. Like, see, I was even telling someone that I believe I have worked. Sometimes I just wake up and I read my EPK and I look at all the things I've done. EPK, tell the people what EPK is. If, EPK is called an <laughs> electronic press kit. So it's basically a CV for creators or a portfolio. Yeah, yeah. So it has everything that I have done in the past 10 years. And whenever I read it, sometimes I feel like, oh, wait, like, is this me or I'm reading about yeah. Someone else. I feel like I've laid the groundwork mm -hmm. for bigger things. Like yeah, you're very Coachella. No? We'll do the ultra Definitely. music and everything. Yeah. yeah. There's so. a spotlight on West Africa right now. Yes. So it is possible. Anyway, thank you so much for coming by, DJ. Thank you for um, having me. I was gonna say DJ, DJ Michi. Michi. <laughs> and I, just, I was like, oh, the best DJ. Me <laughs> Devin <laughs> <laughs> as Michi from you know. Anyway, guys, that's gonna be our interview. We're gonna get back to the episode. I hope you enjoy the rest of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
right, for this episode, I'm going to be shouting out Quenwa. Yeah, I know Quenwa all the way from Ashesi. We had a conversation recently where she was talking about um, Isopele. So apparently, Isopele did not host Alobaz. He had a show that he was hosting. I think it was, um, uh, what did Quenwa say? Oh, Quenwa gave me the, the EU. But apparently, Alobaz was someone else. But anyway, she corrected me. And that's all, that's all that matters. So Quenwa, I just want to give you a shout. She's been listening to the show from day one, you know, followed all the way back from up the top so i really really uh, i dig that i love that for you and i love that for us thank you so much Quinoa. i also want to give a shout out to edubia yeboa you know when we're looking for our gen z people she was one of the people that applied unfortunately we didn't pick you but um i you know you i met you once and we took a picture and i really liked the interaction i don't even remember if i've given you a shout out before but edubia edubia yeboa i want to give you a shout out and i also want to give a shout out to atima yeah i met atima i think alivar i don't know but atima i met you and you said you wanted a shout out and i'm gonna give it to you so Shout out to you, Otema. Quenua, Edubia, Yeboa, and Otema. Thank you guys so much for loving us. Um, yeah, that's it. I hope you guys are checking off all the things that we do. We've given you so much. Oh my God. Charlie Dior, Adoma, Mr. Drew. Like, get into it, guys. Follow us everywhere. Check for us. Subscribe to the YouTube. Leave a comment. Let us know how you're feeling about these episodes. The feedback is important. <laughs> Talk to us on TikTok, Twitter, everywhere else. You know what I mean? And keep checking for us because it's always a good time on Sincerely Accra. My name is Joseph Inti. I'm going to love you and leave you and catch you on the next one. I want to give a quick shout out to my co-creator and producer Mr. Kwame Asantiofori and also the GCR Network. Yeah, that is organizing Mosaic. Okay, check out for our socials and you know we're going to be at Mosaic. Come through to Mosaic and let's have a good old time, baby. Love you guys so much. We'll chat later. Bye! Y'all trembling yet? I said y'all trembling yet? Execution Entertainment. A cry. Last two. Watch and spill out your guts. Easy.
Popo majen shisha nke tatu Taini Imba mi Alote hashi ya uwe jao dunle Uwa mwene tu Bamo jata Logole Logole Chopele mfoni ya fambang Nuwa koche kaklon topo Inshele kweye Otof Nyo yobane na kele Niko wanecha Kagu modu wade Shalon tebo taipo mfiyo kaya somo Wena bonu nge Ina boyo ole Obo mosa nungone miyo juhefo Ana kubu Mo kwa kubu Nuwa haka basashi moko shebo kweye Mina bo chingon foto beye bemini Mina bo sini Ya kola choku Toma ko chichako Ye wa choku Le kaye loji Amocho Ole mitolo makwe Ye adode ngongo Wow Wow Nye kwa Kagungu Kadun suma kwa duso Nye na Kukulu sumonge Ali Sumonge Tiny Swankwe lepi This has been a Gold Coast Report production.